Yeah, so so I didn't know what to think of that situation. But, you know, like, I really think I just kind of cleaned myself up. And afterwards, like, just kind of try to forget, you know, just put it in the past, move on. Like, that's that's really all you can do sometimes. So, so that's that. All right, well, you know, welcome to the show. This is uh, the first, very first episode of First Civdiv Reject Company Com Squad. And you've got me here. I'm the host, uh, Rhodes HK, or John, more commonly known. And I have with me my co-host, Griever, also known as Blake. We, we use our first That's name. Me. So here we are. So today we want to kind of explain what we're doing with this podcast, introduce each other. Um, we have another co-host that is currently covering from his binge last night, Killer Don, or Don, who is not here, but will be here. Probably next week, hopefully. We'll see. Oh, we'll just have to go poke him until he wakes up. Yeah, I'll have to get out there and, and, and get at him, I guess. So the first thing we want to do is kind of <clears throat> introduce each other and go over kind of how we met and what we're doing. So uh, Blake, we met back in, I don't know, 03, 04, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like 03, 04. Well, it seems Something like ancient like history now. Yeah, I don't remember if it was before my second tour or after. Is, is, I can never remember that, but it was before so was, your second tour, yeah, yeah, yep. And uh, we were at Miramar as avionics technicians, and I think yes. you were a corporal at the time, right? Yes. Yeah, you were my boss at one yeah. point. But what shift <laughs> were you? I don't remember what uh, shift you were running. What shift at what time? And they rotated me around like crazy. I think I was on um, your shift at I least think, once, though. I think it was night shift when we first met, though. Yeah, I was like mid-shift. Mid-crew was my favorite. Mid-crew was fun. But, uh, yeah. And then, and you also had a deployment. I know you went to Japan, right? And uh, when was that? A Japan deployment? I think that was... Shoot. I think I got back from my first one when we met. Yeah, probably. Do you know what year that was? I think I headed out there in '02 and came back in '03. Yeah, so that yeah, that's about uh, it. So probably probably mid '03 is when I got back from Kuwait. So it's yeah, it's probably when we first met. And and why why did we become friends? Because we're both cool. Yeah, well that's true, but it's because we played D and D. Yes, we played yeah, lots like, of D and D together. Lots of D and D. And uh, and then Don also played D and D. And I met Don because I went to Iraq, and uh, we were both into D and D. And that's kind of how things started with Don, which yeah. which would be a lot better to talk about if if uh, you know he was here. But yeah, he had, to, he had to go out and do his thing. Well, he does. So we have played a lot of D and D. Which brings us to our other podcast. Just uh, as a reminder, we do run a D and D podcast. The first adventures in Orth. Reject Company Adventures North, which I am running now. Blake got us uh, up through level five, and I'm taking over. And I'm going to go ahead and proceed to traumatize my players, because that's what I enjoy doing in D&D. Well, yeah, they're all level five oh. now. They should be able to oh. take it. Uh, but it's been fun so far, and I think we're going to have a lot of fun with it. So go ahead and join us over there. So If they die, they want... die. If they die, they die. <laughs> Well, when I'm running a and d game, I don't try to kill players, but I, I will let them do stupid shit that, that gets them killed. So 
I, I'm not going to stop you if you really want to die. <laughs> it's okay. That's um, the dirty secret. Yeah. Nobody tries to kill the players. Sometimes it happens, though. Uh, some people do. Sometimes <laughs> they do. I've had DMs like that. But it's okay. Um, and what we're doing with this co- podcast is we're going to have uh, current events and uh, talk about shit that's going on. Um, we're going to have some political discussion because we enjoy that. Uh, we're going to have guests. I have a couple in mind that I hope will come on, but we'll see Me what too. happens. Oh, you too. Good. Well, I was saying, so, I uh, agree. I hope they come on. I don't have many friends oh. besides you guys, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, 40, I uh, Going on 41, I'm not exactly taking applications for new friends at this point, so. Oh, geez. That, that's, uh, I feel sad for you, man. I'm going on that's 40. Okay. I'll be 40 tomorrow, actually. And then. Uh, oh. It'll be halfway through my life, but I'm pretty excited about it because uh, the first half, like, was not like totally great, but things are looking pretty bright for the second half, and I'm pretty much looking forward to it. Right. So, and then, uh, and, and before we move on, I, I also want to talk about. Uh, so, so Blake and I, you know, we didn't talk for a long time after the Marine Corps for years, right? Yeah, probably what, like ten years. Yeah, and I, I think what got us back together was that I posted up uh, a D&D campaign. Or I think it was Besom at the time, Big Eyes Smallmouth, and I was recruiting for and then you hopped onto it, if I recall yeah. correctly. Yeah, because yeah, I remember your, uh, your Facebook account had been dead for a long time, or at least, you know, I wasn't getting any Inactive. notifications. Inactive, yeah. And then I see your post pop up, and I'm like, holy shit, John's alive. Yeah, yeah. It's a good thing you didn't quit Facebook before that. Yeah, remember what happened? It is, yeah, it is shut down now because, well, um, be a better person, Mark Zuckerberg. Be a better person. <laughs> there we go. And uh, Blake and I have a lot of very similar political views. I just want to point out that we're both pretty libertarian. I would say. Would you agree with that, Blake? I would definitely agree with that statement. Yeah. But Blake has a little more of a sense of uh, communal responsibility or something like that or th- than I do. Yeah, return you your goddamn shopping carts. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Like, I, you know, you pay know, somebody to, to clean that up. So, <laughs> fuck them. Um, yeah. We're also, both, I, would, I would agree we're both very strongly libertarian. But like most libertarians, there are smaller degrees of individual responsibility and accountability that we disagree on. I would say that Don probably is too, but he's a little more left-leaning, I think, than than we are a little bit. Yeah. He's not super lefty, but he's like a, but it's not really saying much, you know, to be a little bit more left-leaning than than me or you to be honest, I think. But so I would say that I'm mostly libertarian and then a little bit right-leaning. Well, I would also like to differentiate for any listeners um, that left versus right does not equate to liberal versus uh, conservative. That is a false uh, equ- equivalency. Dichotomy? Yes. False dichotomy, yeah. Yeah. And to me, that doesn't even matter. The left-right spectrum is kind of irrelevant. Uh, yeah, that's more, more red the, versus blue team. Up and down. The, the up and down, if you look at a political compass... There's up and down, which is authoritarian versus libertarian, and then left and right. Exactly. And what matters is you want to be on the bottom. You want to be the non-authoritarian 
don't rule other people's lives, that's where you want to be. Left and well, right is not that important if, if you can do that. Yeah, well, I mean, that's I think that's how we feel. Yeah, of course. You know, there might be yeah, some people true. that disagree. But yes, I agree. Absolutely. Avoid the top. Lean more, uh, lean more towards the bottom. Yeah. Be a bottom, everyone. Be a bottom. <laughs> right. So, so to give everyone an idea of our, our sort of political compass and, and where we're coming from, uh, that's kind of where we're coming from. So that's what the kind of thing you want to hear. Then uh, you'll hear it from us. From the, uh, this kind of thing you don't want to hear? Listening. Oh, sorry. Go oh. ahead. Then listen anyway. Like and be pissed yeah, exactly. off. I like that dude. Come and give us some angry Karen comments and shit. Like I love that shit. I will interact with it. And it'll be a lot of fun. Maybe we can even invite like you it. on the show so we can have a chat. <laughs> that would be even more fun. Although Oh yeah. I don't know. I don't know if people will do that, but probably more fun for I us. Might, I might have too I might have too much fun. Um yeah. Uh so that's what we're doing with that. I, I forgot what I was saying though, man. Oh, political compass, right. So, and we want to talk about some past issues, too. A little bit of history sprinkle in from time to time. Um, we also have sort of a rule that nothing is off the table for us. Right? More or less. If you're uncomfortable with talking about it, it probably means you have some kind of viewpoint that should make you uncomfortable talking about it. Or mm. you're just self-conscious about it. Yep, that's a new one. I hadn't heard you say that before, but it kind of makes sense, so... And another thing that I learned today, which is somewhat off topic, but I, I figured this out, is that you can only be as honest with the world as you are with yourself. You can never be more honest with the rest of the world than, than you are with yourself. That's very true. I want to yeah. bring up something that I also had an epiphany on the other day, if we're doing shower right. thoughts time. Mm -hmm. um, it is one of those fun, fun, and I guess you could say ironic situations with the world that uh, the being around people, friends, family, community, and all that is important for your mental health. But interacting in those situations and creating those connections also brings the possibility of grief and pain with it as well. Well, I would amend that um, being good for your mental health kind of depends on, on your family, to be honest. So the people that can also you bring you the most pain are also the people that probably mean the most to you and your mental health. <laughs> I, I just think sometimes it can be bad for your mental health, depending on, on who your family is. Well, yeah, of course. That's that's the irony of it, is that it's, then, it's both then sides you go of the find, spectrum. Okay, but then, then you just go find a better family. Yeah, create your own family. Why not? Right. Family don't have and to be kinda, blind, right? We kind of did that, I think, pretty well. Absolutely. We all love each other. I do love you, John. I know. I love you, too. So um, if, if you're in the military or a veteran, you probably understand what's going on here. And if you're not, you might think that we're gay, which is okay. You can think that. Cool. We, we don't discriminate. So um, so I think we kind of covered where, what we're doing and where we're going. Um, I, I think that another thing that, that I'd like to bring up and maybe talk about today since since we started with D&D &D, is to talk about sort of a philosophy on, on D&D &D games and, and running them. Because we had a recent... I, I don't know how much I want to say it. I think I'm not going to say it because it's involved with the COD podcast. But, but So my philosophy on running games is I want to make it kind of real. Like a lot of D&D &D games, because we've talked about this, a lot of D&D &D games are kind of like a Disney movie where 
It's like you're the good guys, and there's the bad guys, and you go vanquish the bad guys, and you win, and you know it's like a happy ending and all that shit. But I can't run a game like that. I'll play in those games, but I ca- I cannot run a game like that. It's just boring as hell. So for me to make a game interesting, if I'm running it, it's it's more like I I, I don't like it when you know who the bad guys are easily. And the bad guys, for me, can't really totally be bad guys. Like, they've got to be reasonable in some way. And it's got to be, like, a sort of perspective that you can understand. There's also got to be a lot of suffering for me. That like I Thanos. really bring to people. Thanos was an yeah. excellent bad guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, killing half the people is... I, 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 don't, I don't think I can kind of go there. I, I think, I mean, I get that there's like an explanation why you want to do what you want to do, but I don't think it's a very great one, personally. I, I it was the simplest like an... solution in his eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's okay. And that, that's kind of my philosophy on running games. I think it's not fun if, if the story is just too easy to figure out and like you know who the bad guys are, you know what to do. And I also like to bring in like some role playing to make it real, and which I think a lot of people do. That's not all that unusual. And um, just trying to engage the characters and whatnot. Uh, then the other thing I want to talk about is sort of story versus combat and encounters. And uh, and if you can, I think the best thing to do running a game is to interweave the encounters in the um, in the story, so that you, that way you don't feel like you're just run through a story, and then you also don't feel like it's just, like, hack and slash. Which, if you want hack and slash, go ahead and do it, but, you know, like, I I really like to put them together. Yeah. Like, one way I like to use encounters is is to give a sense of, uh, gosh, I don't know what the word is, like a sense of things being tough. No, no, a sense of, like, things being, like, like, I like to throw a lot of encounters if if it's a situation where like, it's just a dire situation and it's really hard and throwing a lot of NPCs that are suffering and getting eaten or whatever, which I kind of did with the intro to the, the current story arc. I love that kind of stuff. Things like that. And there's different ways to use encounters, but that's how I like to do it. And Blake actually probably DMs more than anyone of our group. Is that, you think that's fair to say? I would think it's fair to say. Yeah. I think that you focus a little more on story than I do. I do. Um, I think the story is important. Uh, I think the story gives depth to the game. Uh, Potentially, of course, it all depends on the players, how deep they want to actually delve. I would say in a lot of my campaigns, uh, there's a lot of stuff that just gets skipped over because, you know, well, based off of how you guys choose to play your characters. And Don, very frequently, I will say, happens to derail things because he has his own ambition in the game. For every character that he makes, it's got his own ambition. Yes, he so, does. Uh, which can it's tend to, you have to derail. Yeah, yeah, it is something you, you have to handle. handle it. But uh, I would say I like to anchor everything in the story. And if there is an encounter, I don't like random encounters i like encounters that fit within the arc of the story uh i think that's also why a lot of my campaigns tend to be combat light versus combat heavy but every now and then you got to have some random encounters to get to the next level so 
I find I, I like using random counter encounters in the context of a situation. Like if you're in a battlefield, for instance, you, you might have random encounters of whatever enemy is, is or whatever army is, is fighting there. It could even be from either though. side. That fits right. though. You know. And you could but you could randomly generate it, but you just have to oh. like stick within the people that are there or the mobs that are there or whatever. And uh so in that kind of thing. Um, yeah. but, and I also like to run kind of loose with my campaigns. I like to let people do whatever they want. So that then, for me, it, it's like if I've got a story going, like you can do whatever you want, but whatever's going on, if you, if you don't go out and find it, it'll find you. It'll probably be a lot yeah. worse. So well, that, that's, that's kind of how I run it. I think that's the easy way to handle those kinds of things. Absolutely. The party can go and do whatever they want. You can go to this next town. You can hang out there for two weeks if you want, you know, do your, uh, do your profession roles or performance roles, make some money, whatever. But that also means that, like you said, the story is still going on. The story still exists. And instead of using a tropey or cliche, you know, plot hook method, you could always just say, Oh, well, we're going to go this direction. Okay. And then maybe an encounter gets harder and harder to the point where it's like, oh, okay, yeah, there's an ancient red dragon there for you to continue that direction. You can if you want. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, and let people die if they want to die. That, that's probably all there is to it. Or they can so, turn around and get back on with the story, right? <laughs> And I also kind of want to refer back to our, our D&D podcast, because we have a, a particular style that I think a lot of people might be turned off by, but a lot of people would find interesting and entertaining. Uh, and that is that, it, it, and it's actually mostly, I think, due to technical problems. Well, we end up a lot of times just, just in the middle of a game, we go off on some rant, unrelated rant of some sort, which uh, which I enjoy a lot. So it's like half D&D, half like, a bunch of grizzled veterans talking about shit like war stories and well other things but uh, you just have to listen to find out well i think that's what legitimately happens though at any actual you know group of friends getting together to play D&D. that's what's going to really happen so or should happen i think there's i think there's a market for that and and if you like that sort of casual like half playing half bullshitting uh you'll definitely find it with our campaign um, I also think that we, because it was the first time we'd ever streamed anything, too, was, you know, recorded and put up podcasts and stuff. Really new at that. Um, I, we've been doing it for what a month now, two months. I think yeah, probably two months. Yeah. So it starts out. I think we we have we have some technical issues. I guess I'll just leave it at that. So, but we're getting better at it, and uh, I think as as you go on, you, you get less of that, except for the one time that Don was driving. And trying to run the game at the same time, but, <laughs> but we got some good rants in there too. So, so good filler material on that one. I think that was my stripper rant one. Yes, it was. Yeah. Oh, that was a good one. I, I, I listen to that because it, it, it juices me up when I listen to that. I love it. <laughs> but um, it does. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so if you like that style, I think you like that style of a uh, sort of casual half D and D half ranting from a bunch of war vets veterans i think you like that um so it's you and me and don we're all in the marine corps together and we had todd and he was an army vet he had some interesting because uh, he was a 
drill sergeant. I think the army calls him. Yeah, drill sergeant. he was. Uh, he was. He was also old guard or older. Uh, yeah. Military experience. Yeah. You, you definitely had some good drill sergeant stories. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Like. yeah. And then uh, we've always got fun stuff there. I, and I also like. Uh, we tend to cut in our on our conversations beforehand sometimes, so you know that's that's kind of fun too. But you'll know what I mean if you listen to it. Um, we got the uh, well, anyway. younger guys with Zach and uh, Orthus. Oh man, we we have totally and completely and utterly. Um, I don't know what the word is. Corrupted, maybe. Ah, to a degree. I mean, if, although, if you want to go there. Although, uh, who, I like to think that they already had it in them. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say Orthus did. Like he's 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 too innocent. But I forgot the other guy's screen name. I almost forget it. That plays the bard. That plays. Uh, I remember the character name Dapper. was Dapper. Dapper. Yeah. He made that his uh, handle stripper. too. Now. <laughs> That's all. Oh, there you go. No, I want to remember two names then. That's good. Yeah, but Dapper is playing a stripper bard, which I think is awesome. Um, so, so that's really cool. But uh, yeah, poor poor Orthus. He's the. But Lord we're gonna raise him right. We're gonna raise him right though. I'm gonna get him into a strip club pretty soon, I think. But mold his young mind a little bit. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's kind of our deal. I I don't know that we have much more material today. I think we we covered the D and D thing. We did our introductions, which didn't take as long as, as I was expecting, but this is new to us too, so you know we'll kind of get that going as you know nailed down as we go along. So uh, I think maybe today we can end this here, and then uh, next week maybe we'll have something a little more. Hopefully we'll have Don on. I kind of want to like take Don as our, our as sort of a guest and intro him into it, um, but I don't know if he'll show up. So. <laughs> I don't want to really. Well, he on said that. he was wanting to. Uh, he, he he wanted yeah. to be a part of it too. So I I believe he does. Um, yeah, he probably does. But it's just a matter of what he's going to do. Like, you know, uh, he is the wild priorities. Card. Priorities, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, considering what was happening last night with Don, potentially, I, I don't exactly blame him for for being out all night and and still being in bed potentially. Well, yeah, so, no, not at all. I understand. But, I'm reserving judgment for when I can get a hold of him, so we'll see what happens. Reserving judgment until we hear the stories. Uh, and I want to have guests, and a lot of the guests that I'm looking at having are going to be people that are kind of like regular people. Obviously, we're not big enough where we're going to have like a bunch of famous people. I don't even know if I would care to anyway, to be honest. Uh, like people, I don't know. I don't know if I want like big names or anything, even if I could someday do that. Maybe, we'll see. But I, I know a lot of regular people that I think would be happy to kind of show up and share some knowledge that they have. And I know people that are pretty knowledgeable on particular topics. And uh, and that's what I intend to do with it, with the show. So Absolutely. I mean, you were even saying like Maybe with current events. Thing. You, you were even saying like with current events and things like that, I think it would be nice to be able to sit down and talk about a current event from all sides. Um, yeah. I mean, I know we have our... I know we have our tastes and our, you know, directions that we, uh, we, we take things, but to be able to sit and talk about things from all sides and pros and cons of things would be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. If we can do that. If I don't know. We can I, do I, that. I, yeah. 
I, I have a hard time. <laughs> I have a hard time getting like I, I think I kind of intimidate people sometimes, and I think it's kind of tough to get somebody that is on the opposite end of an argument to to come on an, on a podcast that I'm running. So I don't know about that, but I'll I'll certainly give it a shot. Maybe if we pick up some steam and get enough listeners and whatnot, get big enough, we might maybe we'll be able to get uh, some people that want to come on from opposing viewpoints. So, but in the short term, it's pretty unlikely. But I'm talking about people coming on, talking about professions. You know, if they're in a particular job setting, or people that just have a lot of knowledge about something, um, things like oh, that. Yeah, that'd be great. I'm a truck yeah. driver myself, and I know a couple of truckers. Like, probably, I want to get one of them on here and talk about the trucking industry because that's a pretty fun discussion. So, we'll probably do that. Maybe talk about the VA and, and shit like that. <laughs> I Hear operate a small stories. business, so uh, yeah. from a small uh, business yeah. standpoint, I can give a lot of uh, a lot of insight there and the frustrations that go right along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we got a lot of material like that that uh, that we want to do going forward. So today was an introduction, which I think we pretty well covered, and we went over our other podcasts with the, uh, the our D and D games. So, so I think we pretty well accomplished what we're uh, what we're going to accomplish today. Okay. Well, then it was so, fun. Yeah, it's been fun, and uh, we'll have another show next week. I, I we're, we're recording on Saturday. I don't know when it's going up, dude. Do you have a schedule, Blake, for when it's going up? Probably Tuesday. All right, so you can look for us to come up on Tuesdays, generally speaking, hopefully. Yes. All right. All right, everyone. Hey, anyone that actually is listening to this, if if there are listeners, we appreciate you, and uh, hopefully you'll tune in next week, and we'll have uh, some real content next week. Sounds good. Well, thank you, John. Thank you, Blake. All right. You, you can stop now. All right. Talk to you later. <laughs>